Now entering Nerdist.com. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. T.J., T.J., hey, wake up. Wake up. Oh, my God! Oh, my gosh. Where are we? Oh, my gosh. Oh, that was the best trip I've ever had. Oh, my gosh. We we did an epidural, and how long has it been? What's the date? Let's look on this calendar over here. Oh, my God. We've been in a food coma for seven days. Was it, a, was, it was a combo How many epidural. cookie pies did you have? Oh, my God. There's wrappers all around uh, me. I had so many cookie pies, and I remember right before we ate them, we wrapped them up. Cedar cyanide cookie pies combo with epidural uh, combined with, with Jamba Juice immunity IVs. In the, well, in seven the, days. Uh, uh, we got to find somebody. Who do you think's the president now? I don't know. It's been, what, a week? been about a week I, 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 probably still obama what do you think well what you think all cars are electric now <laughs> i've i mean i don't know it's a week i mean i know things move fast but i think is a woman's body a battleground or her right to choose yeah still questions probably people are grappling over good good point well this is no. i've never i've this never been out for seven yeah yeah you look like you I mean, both of us have gained a lot of weight. You wouldn't oh, yeah. think you'd get an epidural. Epidural. Epidural is sort of an epidural given you by a burly fellow. Or Milton Burl. <laughs> like, hey, I'm here to make the pain stop and the baby start. Let's do the day thing. When yeah. Milton Burl gives you a, an epidural. It's called an epidural. Milton! <laughs> uh, well, you know what? I mean, I love that uh, sort of upper crust British white people show. That was based on Martin. Yeah. They took it out to the UK. Yeah. They did sort of a UK version of Martin called Milton. <laughs> Milton. Milton, what are you talking about? I don't think I don't think we're able to pay for the bill now. Like I, I was supposed to stay. I don't know if you recall, but last week I <clears throat> was in the hospital dealing with stress issues and oh. also sticking around for the extra plump. Large pie-like chocolate chip, chocolate chip cookies, and you really now you really did. I mean, you're stuttering. Over it. It's so delicious. I know, it's so delicious. But how many do you think you had? I've probably had two or three hundred chocolate chip no, cookies that's from not Cedar Sinai. Yeah. Really? Well, if the wrappers would be an indication, I've made a, a wrapper pyramid, and you see in the corner of the room there, which just looks like a pile of trash. Yeah, I mean, it does it. Next to the chart, which shows our weight gains over the week that we've been here. You Apparently, do, they've been weighing charts. us. You know, a lot Apparently of people sleepwalk. Yeah, sleep you chart. sleep charts. sleep chart. I do some charts. Wow, that's, that's an interesting graph. Yeah. 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 If you're, how old do you have to be to not want to pick up a cookie? I mean, uh, once you're over the age of 90, we say you start picking cookies back up again. Oh, back up? Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you have a, a you know, a, a scepter. With a sharp end, you could just pick it up. I wish I had a cookie staff. That's a scepter <laughs> made out of a staff with a cookie pie at the top. <laughs> How many cookie pies did you have? I'd seriously, I think probably what, 35, maybe. You really over 35? Yeah, I had a lot. I would believe that. I was taking them right out. I was slapping them on my wife's hand. Your anxiety eating. I was running around. I was, I was taking, I went room to room, <laughs> started grabbing them. Really, seriously. Get you saw sick. someone who's on life support. You're I, like, I cookie, think I need this. I'll, the I'll cookie this. pies at Cedar Center are so tasty. People are going to start getting injured on purpose. People are going to start walking into buses and cars. People are going to start putting their toe on a train track just to get to be admitted into Cedar Sinai. Do you think they're outsourced, or do you think that they have a? They can't make them in house. It's too really. Maybe in the Bel Air wing. No, but I think uh, that would be the insane asylum. I think that. Uh, <laughs> No, but don't you think that they would? You'd be able to open, like, have a, a big cookie oven downstairs. That'd be a smart use of hospital room. <laughs> God, it'd be terrible to be in the room next to that and just smell cookies all day long. But you're in there because you got your tongue cut out; it burned off. You had to cut it out after you tried to eat a piece of pizza too fast. It's going to be weird when people get so <laughs> healthy when we figure out how to be healthy. Our entire lives and live forever, which is happening soon, by the way. There's, it is probably it may it might have already happened in the seven yeah. days we've been asleep. It's going to be weird when hospitals have to solicit 
human beings and try to like work up angles to draw them in. And you have like really tasty people like, let's go to that hospital. It's tasty. Yeah, it's really, the food's I, so good there. I, I can buy something in a chocolate store slide. that will solve my yeah my appendix issue, but they got good cookie pies. Yeah, so let's let's go all the way in. Let's do a stay. At, let's do a full hospital stay. Well, like I, the old like like the old people like the old timers used to do. Yeah, yeah. I would like. I mean, I don't know. I'd like more cookie pies, but I think eventually we'll be able to take a pill where you can eat anything you want, and then your body only it doesn't sort of absorb the fat. You just go woohoo it out of the back of your butt. <laughs> yeah, I'm just bummed. We've talked about this. You can't you can't eat whatever you want and not gain weight. And it's getting the older I get, the more I'm frustrated by that. I think I didn't appreciate between the ages of say you know one and twenty six. Yeah, yeah. You can eat whatever you want and you'll never get fat ever. <laughs> It makes no difference. I didn't appreciate that. And now, being 93 years old, it's, it's, you have to watch everything. You can't eat anything you want. Your whole day is spent going, ugh, too bad I can't have that. Yeah. It's bullshit. I, getting older is bullshit. I think getting older, though, is just a, it's a, a balance of binging and purging mm. that you just always have to do. You either sort of live a regimented lifestyle or, you know, every Saturday and Sunday, you just eat whatever the fuck you want. And then Monday through Friday, you you keep it seriously healthy. And you work out three days a week. But, yeah, it's terrible. It's I mean, horrible. the most fun is, you know, when you're 18 and you're like, I am so drunk. I drank 15 beers and now I'm going to eat seven pieces of pizza. And the next day you don't wake up being like, I'm, I weigh 15 pounds heavier. I can't feel my legs. Yeah, we used to... You're covered in marinara sauce. Yeah, I spent a summer in Madison, Wisconsin, and, and you'd get drunk, uh, you'd party, and then you'd go to a place called uh, La Bamba, where you eat burritos as big as your head. Oh, yeah. And it was true. And we had big heads. <laughs> back then. Yeah. Back then we did. And the burritos were big. <laughs> and it was tasty. You can't do that now. Yeah, like, Why don't Chipotle people that fix your burritos? Why don't they call them burritistas? <laughs> you would think that they would do that. They're yeah. very, you know, they're all about that. Yeah, uh, getting older is a pain. The other thing, you know, as we're in the hospital talking about this, it just there's a certain age where you will never again like the way you look, ever. You'll just be like you just have to accept. I think it's better to accept it. Like I'm never going to look as good as I looked when you peak. You peak at about looks wise. You peak at about what 21? No, I remember. I peaked when I was 17. I got ready for sort of a swimsuit talent competition at my high school called Mister and Miss Angel. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, and I did like a ton of push-ups, got in really great shape, and then wore like a speedo and a construction outfit just as a joke. Yeah. How old were you? Seventeen. Yeah, and then do the real. You think that's how you look best? I mean, I I really had it together. So I feel like I've been yourself now, and you're like, that's when I really look great. Yeah, yeah, but and you know, I can't keep them around my house. I've got ten, (laughs) fifteen pictures of me. Just to because in the entertainment. Hold on. Yeah, go on. Just to gaze at. Yeah. Yeah. I look. I. You know, so between do, you and me, you, I, I think I've been on the downswing for a while. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm used to it now, you know? I, I, I'm fine with it. I, I know that in my early 20s, you know, I looked like a chubby, cherubic sort of atlas who'd just given up on holding up the world, the weight of the world on his shoulders, and now it's just holding a pizza box on each shoulder. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I I was. Now that's gone downhill from there. So now I look like kind of a toddler that is in the beginning stages of when Veruca Salt, is that the woman, ate the blueberry and blew Mm -hmm. up like a blueberry? Well, that's why it would suck to be a a model. I mean, basically, you're you're looking at 50 years where you're going to be upset about your looks and care that you don't look as good as you looked. And you have such a short prime. And you, once you get to the end of that, uh, the whole time, you're not eating anything. None of them mm-hmm. eat anything. What I sucks mean, for we me is just, my we, fat. I just told you. My weight. 
My weight, the older I got, exclusively around your exclusively face. Exclusively in my face now. It goes straight. The burrito big <laughs> is my head. The burrito is my head. The, the older you get, the more your fat just collects in your neck and your face, and your head just grows to be as big as the jack in a box, uh, dude. I and mean, that's that's what happens. See, I, mean, I gain it all in my, my elbows. My face is is rubbery I got and giant fat, now. Saggy elbows. <laughs> well, that's why I'm not sure if I'm going to have you in my elbow uh, book. And I just wanted to let you know. My elbow coffee, coffee table table? book. Well, yeah, oh, elbows of different right. countries. Well, you know, I'll I don't wear the prosthetics that I wear outdoors. I don't know if you should represent your elbow should represent America. I don't know because it's a giant elbow. You only have one. You you only have. Looks rock. like it's filled with epidural fluid. What's more American than a fat elbow? <laughs> hey, you know what we should do? I think we should do the uh, triple, triple banger, banger lightning round. round. Uh, triple banger lightning uh, round. Uh, Shamrock Shakes. Let's make this permanent. <laughs> well, we were talking about the McRib a little while ago. Yeah. And uh, producer Ryan told us why the McRib comes and goes, but we're never going to tell you really? ever. Can I tell them why, how, why it happens? Well, I mean, unless you want to. I want to tell them because I thought it was interesting. Apparently pork is uh, cheap sometimes a year. And when it's cheaper under a certain level, that's when they do the uh, the McRib if it's not extra cheap pork. Apparently, there's a certain amount of times that the pork, they fornicate and they create more porks. And then I the don't pork, think that's a thing that happens. Four-legged porks. And then when there's a lot of porks, pork. And there's a lot of porks around, a lot of four-leggers. I, I, like I would love to yell that uh, at somebody when I name it. You four-legged <laughs> porker. You know, the, the porks get horny maybe twice a year. They breed, and then you have lots of porks Is running pork around. Is pork horny going to be the name of this? Yeah, the pork horn. Pork horny. Horny porks. We'll and be, then you have we'll a lot the of pork, of the and then they, they, they break out the McRib. But that, I don't know what explains the shamrock shakes. Is that uh, a lot of, uh, you know. Low clover uh, prices. Clover yeah. prices, yeah. I Look, I always do that. I go, hey, hey look, look, look. Yeah, look, look. Look at it from my perspective, Okay. <laughs> It's Pork City. I mean, I wish this yeah. was a pork cast. I love yeah. talking pork. Yeah. I love sniffing pork. And I love eating pork. I love pulling it, too. <laughs> I'll pull the pork before I eat it. But the Shamrock Shake, you know, St. Patrick's Day is such a... I, I, I just think it's... I feel bad for it as a holiday. Really? Yeah, of all the holidays, it's just exclusively... Taken up by like the shittiest kind of alcoholic frat guy, you know, just the worst guys. And there's not enough of the parade. There's no real history. Nobody really talks about it. It's just like, are you wearing green? No, I get to pinch you. Now let's get drunk as early in the day as we can. <laughs> it's like, first of all, I call that a Thursday. Second of all, you know, it's it, it, it the pageantry of it and the ritual of it isn't very exciting. And a shamrock shake, I think, gets old after. You know, have you had month. one? I've never had one. You know, I had one a while ago. Does uh, it taste different than a than a normal? Uh, let I mean, me put it this way: it tastes a lot better with frosted Lucky Charms in it. <laughs> That's what they should be doing. Yeah, yeah. I've never had one. Somehow, I sense it's not that healthy. I think it is. I mean, it's got. What would happen if you had it. a full, it has clover in it? Get a full shamrock shake diet. That's just all you drink. Yeah. You release so a, funny instead you of supersize me. You release a you release a book, a diet book. Me. You release a diet book, and it's only one page, just a picture of a shamrock shake. I have a great book that says "Eat it, eat these." I, I have a great book that has a it's a diet book. It says "Eat less." Guaranteed system, all the stuff, and then you open it up, and every page is blank. But at the very top right, it says "eat less." <laughs> so you think shamrock way shakes? Like you think way less, way less? I think you're right. I think once a month is enough for shamrock shakes and McRibs. Let's do a little triple banger lightning, lightning round. round. Question, Question two, two, two. I'm going to do an audible here because we just talked about this. Leprechauns, cuddly or creepy? Because I, I don't know. I don't know about leprechauns. Creepy. Yeah. I don't think I've never... I, I can't imagine seeing a leprechaun and be like, I want to pick you up. Mm-hmm. I think Lucky Charms made us believe that. They always have their shillelaghs. Which is just a fucking staff that's it's drunk. Just, it's just a big, fat staff people you hit people with. Shillelagh's a fat oh staff. A scepter is a short staff. You would never steal someone's shillelagh, though. For I mean, king. staffs apparently get... Staffs apparently... Uh, Get ripped off all the time. 
Uh, but Shalali's, you'd have to be nervous because the Shalali owner, you know, he's capable of some level of violence because Shalali's can be used as, uh, you know, warlike clubs, can't they? Bludgeons. Yeah. Bludgeoning materials. Yeah. yeah. So we both think that they're creepy. I think so, right? I mean, uh, yeah. I think that's okay. Right. Okay. Triple banger, banger lightning, lightning round. Question, question three. 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 Uh, mm. Which are you more offended by? Okay, I'm going to give you a couple scenarios here. You hook up with a homeless woman. And uh, she refuses to spend the night. Uh, and here's her two excuses. In the first one, she says she has an early morning. I'm doing that in air quotations. In the second place, time, she says she leaves because uh, uh, your place is too messy. Which is more offensive? Which is more offensive? Which would you rather not have the uh, homeless lady that you just hooked up with? I mean, your place is too messy. Is probably if you have if you have a homeless woman saying your place is too messy. This is worse than the alley. I'd rather <laughs> sleep in an alley than be around your strange array of My Little Pony underwears. See, I like honesty, so I think I would take that one over. She has an early morning. And what is the early morning of? You know, uh, like she's got some sh- shit to take care of. I gotta get. I gotta be under that underpass by nine a.m. <laughs> I gotta be under it. I need to be on my way to going under it by like eight thirty. <laughs> Triple banger lightning, lightning round, round. Uh, auxiliary style. Triple banger auxiliary round. <laughs> uh, would you rather live in a studio apartment on an acre of land? And these are things that are available to you if you want them. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, studio apartments now on an studio. acre of land. Studio or would you rather have an acre-large uh, house? Okay, Your house is an entire acre with no yard, none whatsoever. I want to just jump in here real quick and say that if somebody's eating in a, you know, a zero-bedroom apartment and they're a car aficionado, and they're also a baking enthusiast. That's called a studio baker. <laughs> studio baker. Studio baker. Okay. Um, I, I would rather have the giant house. I think that's hilarious. You put a you could put an astroturf lawn inside of it. An acre size in California. You know, you want an acre sized house in California. Where would you put it? With no outdoor space. I didn't know that this is what we were talking about. Yeah, I'm thinking California. So, how big do you want? How, how small is the house if it's on an acre of land? It's a, a studio? studio apartment. You'd rather do that? Yeah. Just you and two children and your wife messed into a studio apartment so that you could go outside every day and be like, I love having a yard! In this particular triple banger, uh, I'm completely single <laughs> for some reason. Really? <laughs> yeah, that's how I'm envisioning it. Going back to my studio apartment, bachelor. I've got a lot of wildlife that I consider, I call See, I my like own. That. I like, in this, I in like this particular, in this particular uh, thing, I'm picturing having a few dogs, maybe a giraffe. I like an acre because I can house. do that. I have really? a yake, I have an acre of land. I like the acre house. Then I can play basketball in it. You can bicycle around the inside of your house. That's really fun. Mm, that is. Fun. I did that at your house once. Yeah, it was very small. Yeah. TJ had a tiny well, apartment. TJ had a tiny bicycle. And uh, and a, not in a, and, a studio, and it was a studio, and I managed to get on it and ride around. We were in the state of, of I believe, Denver. Yeah, I fell yeah, over, and no. after you left, I kept going around. and I hit the trash can, and I got into a huge confrontation with it. <laughs> hey, let's move it along to where were you? Let's do it. When you weren't wherever you are now, where were you? Where were you, my friend? You know, I just got back from New York City. My uh, my younger sister. So she lives there. She's really yeah. She she's just really got nice. on a Lloyd like team, which is a uh, it's like a JV improv house team. Okay. At UCB, the big comedy theater in New York, and I've been more excited about that than really anything that I'm doing. She's really nice, but she's really funny too. Yeah, she's very funny, very yeah. fun. Also, stand up and. Um, She's so, really, really scared of leprechauns. But, but I was up there. Oh, no. She thinks they're cuddly. She, oh, really? Yeah. She has, you know, those tearing claw marks across her face? Oh, I, I just thought those were... Leprechaun. Bit. Oh, really? I thought that was a birthmark. No, no. We thought that for a while. We thought she had a Wolverine claw birthmark, <laughs> and then it ended up being a goddamn leprechaun. Leprechaun claw mark. Interesting. Well, have you seen the horror film Leprechaun? 
No, I have not. Well, I haven't either. Looks like we know what we're doing tonight. <laughs> so you were in New York. Yeah, and I love it there. I love that city. Yeah, I know. You know. I always try, if I see somebody urinating, mm-hmm. like in a pile of garbage or something, mm-hmm. I'll run over and just urinate next to them. You know? Just make them feel at home? Yeah, just go over and pretend like it's a you know, a Just bathroom. hang it and dangle it? Yeah, just come over, hang it, dangle it, let it drain, and hang then turn and to the person it. next to me and go like, Hey! Smells like shit in here, huh? <laughs> uh, so that's you know, it. You know I like peeing in any type of outdoor situation. That, that's why I want a full acre of land with which to pee and every shit day, wherever I want. Every day you could go wee in a place that was different. I mean, you could probably do that every day. If you marked with a flag... Every place that you urinated, you could probably urinate in a new place on an acre of land for maybe your whole life. I will choose to go out of my way, uh, instead of going and finding a bathroom, to find a bridge with which to urinate off of. It feels good just to hang it and dangle it you over know, the I haven't hang, I haven't hung it and dangled it over a bridge, really. Oh, it feels great. It's better in the south. I don't I've know heard. why so many people kill Warm themselves wind. on the Golden Gate. It's it's not that's not you've you've missing the point. You pee off the Golden Gate. If you had done more of that, maybe you wouldn't want to jump off it. They also I think they feel like maybe God has been peeing on them. Of course the toll is so high. Uh, on the Golden Gate. I think sometimes the suicide is just... Oh, you put that on credit card, though. Yeah. Because you're not going to have to pay that back. Yeah, that's true. In any event, um, New Yorker in New York. I did a, a radio show recently. It was sort of a, uh advice show. Uh, on, mm. And I'm not going to say what it was, but it was on Cirrus. Cirrus XM Radio. It was weird because the host just kept going, go for it. And all the questions that people were asking were like, it was all sexual. It was a sexual show. It was like, should I be a dominatrix? And she'd go, go for it. And they should I uh, should I hire someone to whip my wife so I can watch? You go for it. You go, girl. And she kept every single <laughs> thing someone wanted to do. And after about six of these, I was finally like, look, I I don't think the whole purpose of life is to do everything because she she was, is to just do whatever you want and just like it's not always a good idea to do everything that comes into your head and she was like no if you're curious about it you'll always wonder I'm like well I'm curious about heroin I'm curious about uh, lots of things I'm curious what it would be like to jump off the uh, 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 the Golden Gate as I fly. I would I'm curious about all sorts of things. Um, you know, what, you can't just do every, do every impulse. That's what makes us human versus we don't just every single thought we act on. It may not be in your best interest to hire a dominatrix. It may not. You don't have to do How everything. How can it hurt you're, you, though? Huh? How can it hurt you? I, I don't know. Maybe what, it, by whipping you and attacking you? I love that. I'm such an idiot. How can a dominatrix hurt you? Well, that's the point of the thing. But I think, I think, and I love the that everybody's free to make these decisions, and I'm not judging. I'm sure there are some great Except dominatrix situations. I don't understand situations. how those gay people want to get married. It's so awful when no. straight people get married. <laughs> this is a terrible thing in general. Yeah, yeah. Why would they want to join that club? All I'm saying I is... I also don't think different types of dogs should sleep with different types of dogs. Mm. I think that's gross. Mm. And I brought this up. I don't think snowboarders should sleep with skiers. I agree with that, too. Yeah. I think yeah. those snowboards should be sleeping with some of dogs. I don't like them. <laughs> I like skiing. But I do think that there's a, a a level of irresponsibility in terms of people deciding things and then saying, you know, well, I, I was curious. Well, I, you don't have to act on every curiosity. And so I don't know if I'll do that show again. I... <laughs> Because like, it made me seem like I had a bad attitude, like I'm not a free spirit. And look, I've done a lot of crazy things. Really? Yeah, sure. No. Sure. What are you, snuck in a, you know. Super Bowls, oh, things of that nature. Jesus, really? Yeah. I wish there was a book to read about it. <laughs> I'm, I'm almost done. Yeah, almost right. Done. I am. I'm almost you guys, done Cash book. is one of those guys that you see at the Starbucks and you're like, hey, what are you working on? He's like, oh, a screenplay, man. I've been working on a screenplay for two years. And you look I know over, it seems like that. And it's just the install package <laughs> for final draft. They're like, just trying to figure out how to get this thing to work. TJ, here's the problem. This book, the book's almost done. It has so many diagrams left to be drawn. That's the problem. You know yeah, what? Just you know. sleep chart it out. Yeah, I got to sleep chart it. Just leave a pen uh, and some graphing paper. Yeah. But um, where were you? Event, well, I was I was on that show, mm-hmm. and then uh, 
I, I actually did go out to, uh, to Jamba, Jamba Juice, and they had a, a national hiring day. And it was great because I said to the girl at the front desk, just to be f- at the Jamba desk uh, that was hiring, they had national hiring day. They were interviewing people. Yeah, what does that mean? Just They, they just decide this is national They're going to take applications on that day for some reason. And uh, I was just messing with her. And I'm like, I have nine toes. You think that would be a problem? And she, I was just joking, but of course. And she didn't hesitate. <laughs> didn't hesitate at all. She's like, that, that wouldn't be a problem at all. <laughs> she's like, and she's like, and then because she really was trying to take me seriously. And then she goes, <laughs> then she goes, but I don't think you need to put that in the application. <laughs> she sort of <laughs> helped you out. Yeah. But I think it's great that they're prepared. I was impressed. You know, because they're prepared for these things and they don't want to just, you know, um, discriminate against yeah. nine toed people. And so they just went ahead and she had an answer, just a ready answer. Now, what could have I have asked her where she would have hesitated? And be like, I think that that would be a problem. I think if you said you had three toes, if you just go, you know, I only have three toes. And, I, and then you say, and I'm not going to tell you which feet has what toes. Then I think she might go, look, I don't know if you can work here. But I do like that she took it seriously because how could she not have? You know, maybe you didn't get hired at Coffee Bean and Tea Leaf. She's like, I only have nine toes. And they're like, get out of here, freak. But I didn't go far. I didn't go far enough. If I had said something really crazy. Nine toes is a good thing. That affects making Jamba Juice. Here's what I would say. I I would say, now listen, I. This is kind of embarrassing to bring up, but um, you know I have a lot of experience with juices. Uh, I like the Mambo. That's kind of close to Jamba. <laughs> and I guess the last thing I would want to mention is that I have incredibly sensitive nipples. I mean, just to the point where I can't even leave the house some mornings. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna move on to tiny opinions because I've been meaning to talk to you about this. Okay, let's do it. And I know we're skipping. Though they around. are, in fact, normal-sized men, they have tiny opinions. Okay. So, so before we went to our coma, uh, I went to a. I was at a restaurant, and here's my here's my tiny opinion. I don't think karaoke singers. I think we should boo them, and I think we should feel comfortable booing them. I don't understand why karaoke is okay. I don't understand why it's okay. I'm in the middle of you know at a bar or something. Right. It's okay to do this intrusive thing. And, and and ruin these songs that we already love and sing them much worse than we had you know heard them. You know, with a comedian, at least we're doing new jokes that people haven't heard. We're not ruining yeah. something we already love. Right. Not only is it intrusive and you're annoying, you also are ruining something I already liked. Right. And you're just all of a sudden you're singing and you're yelling at me. I don't see any other thing like this in life. I, I don't. Uh, I you know I don't force my cooking upon everyone at a restaurant. Now, I know what you're going to say. You're going to say, well, you, you knew there was karaoke and you, know, you could always leave. But what if you're in a place where it's the only you know, place open left for food? Why is it funny? Why do karaoke singers think it's funny to sing poorly and to annoy all of us? Shouldn't there be a standard? Well, they don't. I mean, you know, a lot of people just don't realize they're terrible at singing. So they actually think they're good. I mean, that's what American Idol is all about. It's everyone thinks they're a good singer, just like everyone thinks they're funny. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, karaoke is weird to me. I don't get it. I don't get. It. Imagine there's no equivalent for it with comedy, mm-hmm. and it just is. I guess it's a wish fulfillment thing where you're like, I've always wanted to sing this song in front of six drunk people, <laughs> two of which are like, "Fuck you!" I'm trying to finish a quiche. <laughs> Shouldn't you have a requirement? Which is what I say, no matter what I'm eating. When somebody karaoke's in my face. Shouldn't the karaoke uh, person, whoever's there, be able to say, that was your one? Shouldn't it be more of an audition process? We are a, a professional establishment where people buy things from us, food and drink, and you sound like ass. You're not allowed to come back and sing. I think they can be a little bit more direct than that. <laughs> Look, if I'm sitting on a park bench and someone sits next to me and starts yelling in my ear, then you made a new friend. A Robert, Wait, a Robert Frost it? poem or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm trying to read or relax. Or, I would get angry. Why are we not booing karaoke singers? Yeah, but look, there's... Why do we let them off? Like, oh, it took such courage. No, this person's an asshole. They're yelling at me. And I'm this... trying to eat 
My chicken wings. Let me tell you this about the t- this teeny tiny opinion. Okay. It's gigantic. <laughs> Second is, you know, people, I don't know, if, if you went into, if the only place open for food was a slam poetry place, and you walked in and they just started doing slam poetry, you'd also want to be like, boo, but you wouldn't feel as comfortable yelling boo because there's no music. I think it's yeah. easier to boo a karaoke person. Yeah. Sometimes I'll go... You know, I'll, I'll sort of sing them off stage. Like if somebody's doing a bad song, I'll go, hey, stop in the name of love. Get off the stage. <laughs> now, I'm going to, yeah, look, here, here's the thing, though. I, I still, I still, look, if a, a comedian needs an audience to hear the laughter, right? That's part of the medium, right? Painters can paint on their own, and they often do. Mm-hmm. They don't need to paint in public. Singing, you can sing alone. You can sing in the shower. You don't need to come out in public. Public painting and fucking is, poison all of us. Public painting you're is pointing. a little weird too. If yeah. you're just like, oh nothing, just painting the skyline. I saw a guy doing that in a canyon recently. <laughs> I was like, look, dick face. We all oh great, you're a painter. You know what? I can also sit for five hours and make a tiny picture of clouds. <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. I mean, how good of a painter do you have to be? I mean, I guess, you know. Caricature artists, they're out and among us. But they're not painters. I mean, public yeah. painters are yeah. people that are really sitting and painting something. And I just say, take that painting to private, you public painting pill pose. <laughs> pill poppers. I want to say dildos. I, I saw an interview pillows. with that fella. I saw an interview with that fella from, uh, uh, he was married to Courtney Cox. Is our cat, is that his name? Yeah. Yeah. And I guess he's he's a uh, professional. Uh, he was talking about the professional versus the amateur graffiti artists. You know, and he was talking about the professionals. And I was talking about different famous graffiti artists. Um, and it was a right in the interview. The police weren't coming. Remember when graffiti was, you know, uh, illegal? Like it was just weird talking about it this like this, you know? Well, it is I mean, still illegal. Oh, it is. Okay. Well, he was out there with a spray can, and they were filming it. Uh, you know, I just, I'm just a little confused. That seems a that, little intrusive. That is the I don't only thing that up. is clear in this last. Yeah. Yeah. The last two minutes, the only thing that's clear is you say, I'm just a little confused. I okay. was told by nobody that graffiti was legal. This, this may be true. I drew that conclusion <laughs> because somebody was married to Patricia Arquette. Actually, probably David Arquette and his brother. Would you would you call this a birdbath conversation? <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, I wouldn't wash a bird with yeah. this conversation. <laughs> uh, if you don't remember, the birdbath conversation means um, just yeah. a total wash of a conversation. Right, uh, a conversation about birdbaths, cool. which isn't really going to go anywhere. <laughs> it's not going to go anywhere. Nobody's right. ever talked over a bird pool with someone at the end of it gone, you know, yeah. I feel better about myself for having had yeah. that. Well, you know what? Let's uh, let's move it along to something we didn't get to do last week. And that's th- this is a segment uh, uh, sort of, you know, in the preliminary stages. We, we like to it's call it. It's just a start. Uh, uh, we, 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 it's a working title. We call it Tweedlehys. Until they think of a better name for it. This is Tweedalize. Some people call it Tweedad, Tweedad. No one wants to be retweeted. Get it, girl. No one wants to be retweeted is amazing. No one wants to be retweeted. And then there's other people that call it, uh, You don't know me, but I'm your brother. <laughs> 19 hours ago cash levy writes my son my son is sitting naked on the couch while eating cheetos the staff at best buy doesn't seem to appreciate it <laughs> Has he ever eaten Cheetos naked? He was. He, he was actually. It was on. Our, it was on my couch at home. At Best Buy, it wasn't at Best Buy, but but it was at home, and I just thought that was too boring to mention. But also, but it did is, shock me a little bit. To is walk that the out life there. though? Is I mean, is that that's really the life, right? Two and a half eating Cheetos naked. He was eating Cheetos naked. If you eat uh, Cheetos naked over the age every of thirty, single you got to reevaluate. Yeah. Every single Cheeto he would eat, he would go. Cheetos are tasty. No, he didn't. yeah, he kept bringing it up. <laughs> Like the entire bag. 
And, and April, April kept going, you know. She has her tasty custom fit. Yeah. Just a little. Taste it. Daddy, if we stay here, the party dies. God didn't ink Cheetos. I did. Uh, no, but he, he, he eats Cheetos and every single Cheeto. And every Cheetos single Cheeto, so my wife. Cheetos hot, they'd make a like, billy goat puke. It was like a bad... Se- <laughs> to eat Cheetos would make a billy goat puke. <laughs> to kill. Remember one thing when you eat too many Cheetos? An ample supply of Cheetos bags. <laughs> Period. Exclamation. Um, my wife, it was like a bad record. My wife kept every... Che- he'd go, Cheetos are tasty. And my wife would go, uh, if you eat too many Cheetos, it's going to hurt your stomach. And they just kept saying that back and forth to each other. And I just stayed out of the fray as best I could. Would you have maybe said, hmm? you know, would you, did you, would you, who, whose side would you have taken? Oh, his. Would you have said, hey, Cheetos, look. Cheetos, yeah. it's a good, it's a good snack. It's, it's a good tasty. Snack. So you'd say, snack. just let him eat it. It's tasty. He's right about it. He's clearly, the fact uh, that he was naked was strange. I think that makes that normalizes it the most because he's not potty trained either. So it's a little risk. There's a bit of a, a you just look over. You go that Cheeto's on. a different. Uh, yeah, yeah, that Cheeto color. looks a little different. <laughs> is, that, is that a Cheeto fountain? What's happening with that? Uh, <laughs> off the Golden Gate Bridge. <laughs> is that a hang it and dangle it? Um, so that was. Let me read one of yours. Uh, T.J. Miller writes, and now this is at not T.J. Miller, and I love your tweets. I really do. Thanks. You know, I can't stand I don't, even I don't one love, of them. I don't love you, but I love your tweets. Thanks, man. I've had it's a lot almost, of people say that. It's almost a disappointment to meet you in person, but but then when I read your tweets, I feel better again. Tell that to my wife, Durbin. <laughs> Seriously. Tell it to her. Because she says, I like you, but I hate your tweets. <laughs> this is at not and to your, J. Miller. And your dick isn't worth <laughs> copper scrap metal. As if she said. She said that to you? She said, your dick ain't worth copper scrap metal, and I hate your tweets. I've seen scepters. Now get back to taking. Yeah, I've seen scepters. <laughs> I've seen scepters that fuck better than you. No, no. She actually said she you goes. Said I've seen scepters longer than chicken tenders, and I was like, "What the hell are you talking <laughs> about?" <laughs> and she said, "Just keep taking out the trash." <laughs> what I do is I let the trash build up for several months, and I take it all out at once. It takes about that's six or seven hours. That's a good know? technique. You know, if you have it, that's probably why you want the acre large house. Well, we've got because fil- you could have a trash room. We've got a filth room. Mm-hmm. You guys have that. It's just a room in your house where you just throw whatever. You can go to the bathroom in there. You just keep garbage in there. Yeah. Now, I grew up in California, but your some people on the East kid, Coast You put a, your worst a, kid in there. Some people on the East Coast have a mud room. Have you heard yeah. about that? A mud room. I like that. It's a room where you make mud. That's. Do you think people in like impoverished countries have mud rooms? Like I, I just to me it seems so. When I heard about it for the first time in that, Dubai, some people have a two bedroom, one bath, two and a half mud bath. God damn it. <laughs> so close. I didn't say it right. So, it close. so close. You were on, you were on the, you had the thread there though, didn't you? It unraveled, mm. at the, but you had the thread. You were like a cat that just had the, the whole ball of yarn oh. and then it just scooted and it just away. scooted away Into from a me. gutter. Ugh. But, you know, you had mud rooms, which seems kind of, you know, I don't know. This is the only country where you could have a room for mud. Yeah, just wet dirt. We only keep that in this room. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Whereas Chinese right. people are like, this government doesn't seem like they have our best interests in mind. <laughs> <laughs> Cash Le- Levy writes, I just want to say Levy. I'll yeah, never be allowed to. Cash Levy, like a levy that you break with, right. a, by, by, with a dike. Mm-hmm. My wife just gave birth to a little boy. I've decided to raise it as my own. Yeah, that was right after you. And are born. you still on that? You still think so? Yeah, I'm going to still, I'm going to raise it. Look at how people yeah. love you. Look at all these yeah. comments. Yeah. Congrats. Congratulations. Congrats into Shy Shy. Look at that. Yeah, Tracy someone thought Solvo. I should name yeah. him to Shy Shy, which I think would be. I, J- Jesse Cedargren writes, I hope you use this during the Tweetalize segment, taking it to the tweets. And I just want to see Jesse. Uh, it's J-E-S-S-Y-E. Your name is stupid. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. But you, you see, she has a picture of her. Look at that beautiful what? daughter. Who? Jesse Cedargreen. Oh, really? Yeah, she's got a daughter. She's in Des Moines, Washington, which is, huh. I think, the wrong confusing. state. Yeah. Oh, wrong state. Yeah. She's, she's probably in the state of Denver. She should narrow that down. Yeah, somebody said, name it to Shy Shy. And did you do a spinning full body release of joy? 
Did you? Yeah. Which that would have been weird, you know, where you we actually do a, a spinning full body. You just urinate, defecate, vomit, cry, everything in a circle. All the doctors are like squirt milk out of We've your never eye. had yeah. to take custody of children away from me faster. <laughs> Than your husband doing a spinning full body release. Uh, by the way, I do know what that is. I'm a fan of podcast. Here's your child. Cut the umbilical cord with a big oversized ribbon scissors. At TJ Miller, at not TJ Miller writes, I love saying, quote, I'm back in action when I'm about to eat a whole pizza or a hot dog. A lot, really. Yeah. I like saying it. Yeah, I do. I love how you repeat yourself at the end. It's almost a poem. Thank you. Yeah, I love that. I, I love saying. Well, don't you I'm like to say I'm back in action. action? I like to say that right before I, I'm about to have intercourse. Mm-hmm. I'm back in action. Mm-hmm. I say that whenever I'm returning to Iraq. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Iraq. <laughs> it's like a Chevy Iraq, but yeah. Well, I like the you know. I'm just getting started. We talked about that, so I think I'm back in action is good. Uh, yeah, the, back in action is sort of a poor man's I'm just getting started, I think, actually. Mm-hmm. I want to tweetalize actual T.J. Miller, Tammy mm-hmm. J. Miller. Okay. Now, she's done 19 tweets. Okay. And uh, I just want to go over her last, um, you know, in, in October of 2012, she tweeted, I entered... At Promevo giveaway, win new Samsung, Google, Chromebook. These are all hashtags. Hashtag EDU, hashtag Google Apps, hashtag Google Apps, EDU. So that seems like spam. Then the next day, she writes, research reveals that noted geniuses think in opposites. Their tolerance to consider two incompatible things fosters the creation of the new. Fuck you. Wait, are we doing? A, we're not doing maskers right now. Though, well, right? no, but this is at TJ Miller. Oh, okay. This is the because you called me at TJ Miller. It's actually at not TJ Miller. Oh, okay, yeah. And this is this woman. Have you seen this? No. Take a look. Okay, so you're changing. So what you're saying is there's somebody acting like you. No, there's. I can't use the. We've never talked about this. We I have. think we talked about it once. And I I can't use I the understand. Twitter handle at TJ Miller because it's taken by a woman named Tammy J Miller. Tammy who's J tweeted Miller. nineteen times since two thousand and seven. Did you ask her nicely? That's roughly can, two or three tweets. Did a she year. ask her night? Did you ask her nicely if you can have the? Yeah, I said give it up. And what'd she say? She said. I don't know why I laughed. I think that's so funny that that's what she say. Did you ask her nicely if you got back? Yeah, I was like, give it up, <laughs> give it up. Uh, she said she just doesn't respond to me. I mean, she's got a pretty important feed there. Read that that latest one. Okay, her latest uh, f- uh, thing that she tweeted was Tweet, yeah. was it a Halloween party? Well, that's what she that's was what it? she wrote question mark. I don't know. Uh, she's, some of her tweets are, you know, one of them she wrote, San Diego, exclamation mark. <laughs> it's true. Which she did, I think her she first just discovered it. Read her first three tweets. They're amazing. I mean, it's so incredible because it's not like there's just, it was another person who was Her first every, tweet ever. Uh, <laughs> it's one of her collection, so 19. And by the way, they're going to make a, a, a book out of her I tweets. I do. I want to make a tweet where I... A book where I do an essay on each tweet, and it's nice. These are her like first. I'm going to read essays. her first three tweets. This is funny. Uh, Tammy J. Miller uh, at T. J. Miller. And this is the person that has supplanted the real T. J. Who I'm sitting with. I, I wish I. You know what? I'd like to get Tammy on this podcast. This is, she, her first tweet ever is working, working, working! Exclamation mark. So this really gets us into knowing. That's it. But the second one, the second tweet. Which was when? You which it. is which is literally three months later. She writes, "Working in my office." <laughs> well, three so, months later, she's like, "You know, maybe I'm not being specific." So things enough. really haven't changed much. And then Tammy wants to let us know. Six days later, this is her third tweet. Uh, thank God she's on Twitter. She writes, "At work." <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's so unbelievable. You know what we should do, TJ? So how long is Let's that from this. that first tweet? Let's to that have last everyone tweet. from this podcast follow her, and, and then we'll we'll read yeah, her listen, tweets and see tw- how she responds. It's a twelve and a half. Want to follow? Want and to just follow. be nice to her. Just say like, "Hey, did you know that there's another guy who's fairly active with the the, the name TJ?" She's Miller? tweeted nineteen times. She has forty nine followers. So there's forty nine people that know now that she worked. A lot during the first four months of her activity. I, I, I don't think that she. 
understands how to look at her at well she does now she like learned a year ago because i follow her okay here's and one she learned a, i get an alert i get i actually get mail delivered <laughs> that is an alert the government alerts me when she tweets one of her tweets was very simple and this is when she really started to get it she started yeah. to get how this works not that i'm a great tweeter by the way i don't know about this thing but right. uh this is one where you got the feeling she got it. She wrote to uh, Wiener. That was it. it. That was it. Exclamation yeah. mark? Or no, a, just a, Wiener. <laughs> so that's when she really was starting to, you know, because you have to learn to be concise. The working, 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 too redundant. She just wrote Wiener. That's more of an advertisement for maybe what she wanted to have happen. <laughs> Oh, here's the next one. What does that even mean? She waited. It's an advertising. She's well, like, waiter. She's advertising. She wants some some action, maybe. Oh, I think that was more of like or a, even a hot dog an ad. Maybe or she's maybe like, she's hungry for a hot dog. <laughs> now she waited. To, yeah, that's a hard think, tweet to follow. She's, so she waited two weeks, and she's following. She's following the pattern of the working, working in my office, working, working, working. She yeah. should say wiener. She she generally I, tweets with W. I'd like yeah. to eat a wiener at a hot dog stand. And then it says, wieners, wieners, wieners. <laughs> now, she's never retweeted anyone. That doesn't, that's not in her nature. So say your thing. I always try and retweet her. Someone's calling you now. Can I, should I just uh, turn this off? Uh, yeah. I think okay, I'll decline that. Um, now, the wiener, the wiener one, she waited two weeks after the wiener uh, tweet. And then she felt like she had something else to say to the world. And here's what she said. She said, hashtag... Pabiot, P-A-B-Y-O-T, Pabiot. So that probably changed some lives. Well, I looked up what that <laughs> meant, and I, I don't know that it means anything. I think she might also just have Twitter to do contests or something. It's very confusing to me. You know, mm-hmm. I don't understand. I don't get it. It's <laughs> it's so it's impossible to decipher. I really would like to do a book about it, you know. <laughs> All right. Well, that was fun talking to you about that. Let's move it along to practical living in a modern age. I love this. In an inefficient and out-of-date way, we bring you Practical Living in the Modern Age. I was daydreaming about it inside uh, a tent at REI as I camped with my son. I think he heard about it. We went back. He he was like, let's go back. Let's go camping again. So we went back to REI and we hung out in the tent uh, made believe there was bears out there. I was thinking about it. People should be pitching tents at the airport. You know, it's so hard to get any rest at the airport. You know, they don't give you a bed. There really should be. You know, in Japan, they have like a little bed you they can should, sleep in. Yeah, they should it's sell so, tents They should at the sell airport. little, but you shouldn't have to sell them. I think we should bring little tents. What would happen if you pitched a tent at an airport? Just get a little privacy when you're waiting, you get a layover. They'd probably come and tell you to take it down. You think so? Yeah, because the security stuff. I mean, that's another way that the terrorists want. I mean, they, you know, you're sitting there. You, you want to have a little bit of privacy. You're waiting in the terminal. You, have a camp, you get out yeah. the. You, you get a tent out. You get out the Coleman stove. And they go, "I'm sorry, you can't have a tent in a Coleman stove in here." And you, put, you know, you, you unzip your flap and hold out your lantern. And you go, "Who goes there?" <laughs> This here is my airport terminal land. You can't make s'mores at nope. the airport. That's what they would say. Well, that's you know what I say to that. I say you develop a little airport courage. Yeah, yeah. And you might need a little you start airport a little liquid. little fisticuffs, a little brouhaha, a little Dunnybrook. Do you ever drink at airports? Um, not very often. I don't like to get too de- dehydrated before I fly. Yeah, I'm right on with that. I, I like I like going to a bar at an airport before a flight because you can. It's always worth getting in a conversation with someone, even if it's another businessman. You're like, I've had 20 conversations with a businessman at an airport. It's always interesting. Ask him something you you know they wouldn't necessarily expect to be asked. You know, one time I said to a guy, I said, "Where'd you get that neck?" <laughs> I think it made his day. Uh, did he had he gained a lot of neck and face weight like myself? Well, I'm 163 pounds. 161 of those pounds are in my face and neck. So only the rest of your body only weighs two pounds. The rest of my body weighs two pounds. That's how what happens when you get older. It's and very I, frustrating. Those two pounds are all water weight. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Very frustrating. Anyway, that's my practical living in the modern age. Here, uh, I, think, I think you pitch I, I, tents at airports if you can. I think that'd I think be fun. That's a good one. I I have one. Okay. Uh, and I don't know why I've just you know I've been parking so much 
you know, all the time. Uh, and, and dealing with in Los Angeles, it's just such a terrible situation like that. Uh, you just all the traffic, all the parking lot stuff. So, we got a couple of things. One, pre tip the valet always pay for even if they say you can pay on the way out, you pay and you give them the dollar tip, two dollar tip beforehand. Pre tipping, it, it goes back to our first episode. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Pre tips. Another one is when you go to the valet, take the, their little ticket, they'll leave the ticket uh, in, in the uh, in the windshield wiper, mm-hmm. unless you give them a nice gratuity or you take it out on your own. And then the last one is when you when you uh, whenever you pull up next to somebody to see if they're leaving a parking spot, when you give them the like, hey, are you leaving? Do like kind of it's hard to do on a podcast, but do like a hey, are you leaving? You know, I yeah. Oh, the 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 shrug. Just kind of give a shrug. shrug. Like, Sorry, I don't know what's happening yeah. like that. Yeah. And if you look almost kind of developmentally challenged enough, like you're like, are you leaving? They they usually will leave quickly. Yeah. Well, we've talked. Faster. Yeah, we've talked about this, and it harkens back to one of my old practical living the modern age. Sorry to repeat myself, but if you pump your arms really fast as you're walking on a crosswalk. The drivers are less upset that it's taking you so long to cross the street. Well, they're mostly Giant, just looking at you really going, quick what the hell front. is wrong with that bird man? <laughs> now, don't do this if and you're then, carrying the a staff. Don't do that. The person in the passenger seat goes, yeah, look at that bird man. How, <laughs> how big of a pool will you need for him to be in a pool? And he goes, a bird man that size in a bird pool? And then the other guy goes, come on, this is a bird bath of a conversation. <laughs> this is a bird pool conversation. So you think that the shrug is the uh, is the best thing to do in the car? Yeah, I think it, the more you look like you don't know what the hell you're doing, mm-hmm. the better. So do you think if you came out of your tent in the airport and gave a really good shrug, do you think they would let you go? You go, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know how this works. So. Yeah, I just yeah, it's a five man tent. I mean, it's a pretty high ceiling. I thought right. we were outside. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I uh, here's another one. Yeah. Um, when you're about to get in a fight with someone, because yeah. I recently. I was getting out of the car. A Donnybrook? My lady friend almost was a Donnybrook. It was more of a melee. And this guy's Tough laying into her on the horn. I, yeah. She already let me out. Yeah. He's laying her on a horn. He's like, yay, bitch, you should move. You learn how to drive or something like that. And I'm, I'm just, I just got out of the car and I'm standing like next to him. And he's just yelling, totally oblivious. This sort of heavy set. His nose implied he was an alcoholic. You know, looked divorced. Let me put it that mm-hmm. way. He looked mm-hmm. divorced. Yeah, yeah. He had a stain on his shirt. He, I think he was in shorts and like topsiders, dockers, shoes. And he's just screaming at her. And I go, hey, man, what are you doing? And he's like, well, what, what's going on? How long do I have to wait here? Or something like that. I was like, why don't you quit fucking yelling all the time and just wait a second? She's been waiting also. He's like, oh, yeah, I can yell whenever I want. And I was like, why don't you get out of the car? Now, I think that's always a strong, if you think immediately that the other person if you think there's any way you could beat someone in a fight mm-hmm. which i could i think i could beat this guy up in a fight mm-hmm. immediately go to the car hmm. make it a thing because if he says okay i'll get out of the car then you can start the back talking mm-hmm. that's what you need to do but i really said i go why don't you get out of the car and didn't say anything else about that and he was like you know what she's stupid you know and kind of started backpedaling and then as soon as somebody does that as soon as they back down a little bit, I always equate it to apes, you know, sort of beating their chest. Okay. As soon as they do that, be like, you know, you can get out of the car and we can talk about this and we can really hash out what exactly. He was like, oh, no, no. And then he was coming into the same place that we were going to, and uh, which I love. We were going to Hamburger Habit number two down Pico. And it turned out he had super long legs. Yeah, I know. He gets out of the car and he's walking <laughs> over and I see a bunch of police officers. They're all they're in the hamburger habit. I'm thinking, oh boy, well this guy's gonna want to get a fight in here. But now yeah. he sees these cops, so I walk over to the cops. I go, hey, I don't know if it matters, but there's a guy who's just yelling the c word at a girl outside, and he's just berating women out there, and he's yeah. just coming in. It's him right there. And they're like, oh, okay, okay. I was like, yes, they're gonna talk to him. It's gonna be amazing. I sit down. He goes over. He's kind of staring at me the whole time. I'm staring at him. My lady friend made me turn away from him when we yeah. were sitting and eating and wait, or waiting for the food because she didn't want me making eye contact with him. And I'm waiting, waiting, and the cops don't do anything. I'm like, what is their problem? And then they get up and leave. I'm like, great, now I have to talk to this guy. And they get up to leave, and as they go out, I'm like, what is their problem? And I look at them, and they're all firemen. Oh. <laughs> so I told a bunch of firemen, I'm like, hey, some guy's trying to beat people up outside. And they're like, cool, call me when he's on fire. <laughs> 
But then, at Hamburger Habit, there's a big neon sign in the top corner that says, be nice or leave. Yeah. And it just ha- he happened to have sat underneath of it. Mm-hmm. So as we're leaving, I, I we've talked about this, but I think it's always funny to be angry and mean, but saying something that is not like aggressive right, or threatening. Right. And so I just walked over. I go, maybe you should look up, sir, because if you read the sign above you, you would know that you shouldn't even be in this establishment because you're a mean, mean man. Hey, everyone, he's a mean man, and he won't read the sign. And then I walked out. Wait, you feel like that that wasn't aggressive? <laughs> Not as aggressive as if I went over and said, hey, listen, you ever yell at a woman again in front of me? I'm going to take the fucking oh, okay, onions yeah. on your hamburger, yeah. shove them in your nose, and then when you're like, onions smell terrible, I'm going to rip your tongue out, right. put it into your nose, and say, how do they taste? <laughs> so those are the two choices. Yeah. Those are the two it was one yeah, or the other. possibilities that were going through. And the onion head, yeah. thing takes a long time. It takes a while. Hold them yeah, down. It's more visual, too. you got to beat them up. And you had the reason. sign to work with, so you figured I'll the go with sign the there. Yeah. If the sign above them said, hey, watch out, be nice, or you'll get onions stuffed up your yeah. nose. That'd be funny if talk about how bad they smell well it's a long sign and then you talk about how bad they smell the aggressor is going to rip out your tongue put it up your nose and say how do they taste then I could have pointed the sign and be like hey you didn't read the sign well now I'm doing that (laughs) I think you handled that well I'm proud of myself I the thing is though that guy's kind of a bully and it's like we no longer live in a society where just to be helpful to humankind, I can't like just hit him in the face because mm-hmm. then he would sue me, and that's sort of the American. Yeah, I know. I think the the, the lawyers have ruined uh, that possibility. You know, it's not the lawyers. The lawyers are a reflection of it. They didn't create it, but uh, people can sue you. To live in a civilized state yeah. allows everybody to be that much more of an asshole. That's true. That's true. And the the biggest jerks are always the giant people, though. They're, they're, they're big giant people that know they can get away yeah, with it. Because he was His, a fat giant. Yeah. Like, that they're able... He was. They, no, but they he, know... He, he, clearly, like, if he got a divorce, it's because he was a terrible bully to his wife. And, uh, you know, my husband, Kernan, said, well, he, he just hates women. Mm-hmm. You know, and I said, "Well, I hate your name. It reminds me of kernels of caramel corn <laughs> that I can't seem to pop." <laughs> what I'm saying though is that you get a giant person sassing off someone that knows they can beat everyone in a fight. Sometimes you get that type of thing, and really, there's just nothing you can say. You know, you can't really do much. Yeah, that's there because they you have to walk to be away. Big, yeah. yeah, because they happen to be that big. We got to finish up with maskers. We're, Sometimes we're you can take a shit on their shoes. All right, go ahead. Yeah, that's. Like 85% of superheroes, That's this is Maskers. Shitting on the shoes technique, that's something we should dedicate a whole podcast to. We don't have uh, time to really do that. But we are going to talk about some upcoming dates. We've got a, a live show coming up mm. uh, April 25th at uh, yeah, Nerd Melt. It. It's on Sunset. Get into it. Tell your friends about it. Let's, let's try to put some people in the seats. What do you think? Yeah, we're going to do this. our second live show. Very yeah. exciting. We yeah. would do it more... If we found it to be successful, you know, we only have the 12 and a half. Yeah. That's how many listeners we have. So, you know, just if any of you guys can come, if we even have four people, then we don't have to pay $500. That's right. Yeah. Um, and we then, prefer not to lose $500 on the gig. I, yeah. I have a show. If you haven't seen it, I mean, I, I assume a lot of you have, but if you've been waiting to go and look up Gore Burger on YouTube, G-O-R, the word burger, all one word, go ahead and do it. You know, it's just, it's so weird. And we just it's want funny. we want people to watch it and check it out. It's really funny. Cash thinks it's funny, but I he like always it. makes fun of it. I like it a lot. Um, also, I have a gig. Um, I'm in Scottsdale at a comedy club in Scottsdale, the 11th through the 13th. Uh, 13th of April. Yeah. So you'll be in Scottsdale. In I'll Scottsdale. be in Appleton, Wisconsin, at the okay. Skyline Comedy Cafe. Okay. Come and see us both, and then yeah. tweet at who you hated more. Yeah. In fact, yeah, see us both. That'd be. Try to get a, a, a flight where you can do it in the same night. Yeah, that'd be Can good. I start off the mask? Yeah, do one, do it. This is a great one. Renata Sankin okay. uh, at Ola Jupiter okay. writes, For a good sneak-in, this is obviously for you, uh-huh. would it be better to wear a turban, a ranger hat, or a mask of some sort? Well, you know that I feel pretty strongly I'm a purist with the sneak-ins. I don't, I, these people mm. that show up with costumes and these sorts of things, I, I perceive them as prop acts. Um, I, I don't I don't like people like oh, I snuck into the Oscars and I had a VIP pass that I laminated and I'm like yeah you're not a purist you, you know uh, you know why don't you 
you know, do something more creative. You show up. But if you have to have a, a costume, if you, if you feel like that gives you some confidence, uh, what were the choices? A mask? Hold on, God damn it! A, yeah. a turban, a ranger hat, or a mask? This is a maskers that is secretly Wait a, a hidden question about masks. It's a mask question. Renata, hola Jupiter, I say adios Jupiter. Vas a morir de mis manos. He just said he would stick onions up your mouth. Y cuando los probas. He just said, see that sign above your head? That's. Uh, I think a ranger hat. Yeah, I it's, like that it's one. It's hard. Best. If you're wearing a mask, everyone thinks, what's this guy doing? Yeah. A ranger hat, I, I actually, I love because somebody says, hey, buddy, where do you think you're going? You go, where do you think I am not going, <laughs> sir? I'm on my way to look after the range. <laughs> Chris McDonald at CCMMACD. Would you rather get beat up by a guy with an erection, or get a beat, or get beat up while having an erection? That's a good question. That happens a lot <laughs> to get, me. To me, get beat up while having. Would you rather get beat up by a guy with an erection, right? Or get beat up while having an erection? That's a really tough one. What do you think? Well, the guy with an erection. I think I'd rather. I think the guy has an erection. I'd rather get because then you grab it, you grab it, and snap it. Oh, you see an advantage to it. Because if you have an erection, then he's just kicking you, and you're like, not, not my erect dick. But it might hurt less than a limpy. You're at such a disadvantage when you have an erection. (laughs) I'm surprised. It's not made for fighting. That's exactly. why it's so it's weird. Really, it doesn't put you in that mood. No one's ever it? had an erection and been like, oh, I'm going to kick some ass. Wait, Unless they're before we go into the ring, let me get my erection ready. <laughs> no one's ever said that. <laughs> You're right. You're at hey, such a disadvantage. Hey, buddy, get out of the car and hold on. I'm starting to pop a chubber. <laughs> yeah, uh, so I think I think that's the answer. I think you want to... Now, by the way, I don't think you can snap someone's erection. I don't know if there's a... Uh, a way you can do that. Yeah, well, look. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I just said the chubby thing. I mean, I, I would. You pop a chubby. Yeah. If it's stiff enough, you can crack it like a man falling off a cliff. <laughs> uh, Gemma Sino Evil asks, why do fat people always think they taste nice? Chubby-licious. Hmm. I don't know that they think they taste nice. Are we talking about cannibalism here? I don't know. I, mean, I would I, assume, I though, that the, the, the fat people... In a cannibal situation, say Donner Party, or uh, you know that movie Alive. Alive. Yeah. Did you do you ever see the? Remember the, the there's a movie Alive where the uh, soccer team you know lands on the mountain. Did you ever see the pilot for that? Or not the pilot. The, sorry, yeah, the uh, the trailer for that movie. Yeah, yeah. It was just a guy just going alive. <laughs> That's all it was. Just a guy on a mountaintop just screaming alive. It was such a short trailer. <laughs> it was a really short trailer. It was the first four-second trailer. <laughs> Alive. Um, uh, okay, let me... Do people try to eat fat people? You know, I don't think so. Because I, I, if that was the case, my fa- my head would get eaten first. <laughs> They're like, let's start in on cash. His head will take care of the first two weeks. <laughs> my Luke, head could feed a family of seven. This is an interesting question. Luke Swisher okay. asks, at Luke Swisher, is hanging out at a pizza place considered cool yet? Yet. It used to be cool. I mean, they got a bunch of ones. Yeah, I, I, I think I think it used to be cool. I, I think it is cool. I wish there were more pizza parlors that had beer, and that was like a bar that you could hang out. Look, they I think Shakey's. I think Shakey's Pizza. Have you ever been to one of those? I haven't. I think they're just waiting for it to come back again. They yeah, know it'll come back. Yeah, it'll sort of be retro. And they've cool. been waiting. Yeah, they've been waiting about maybe twenty years. They'll be the Denny's. <laughs> Maybe the Denny's of 2025. Yeah. Uh, no, what is Chuck E. Cheese other than a place trying to instill that feeling in kids? Then later they'll. I know. They'll well, pizza cool, is though. a real winner. Kurt Jensen, OMG Kurt Jensen, at OMG Kurt Jensen writes Saw a man today wearing parachute pants, base jumper, or genie? That's a, that's a triple banger he's trying to ask, mm-hmm, I think. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. It doesn't fit in with what we're doing at all. No, the twelve and a half. In fact, I'm I'm a little offended that that someone would ask that and not put triple banger lightning around on it. Let's just skip over it. No, I think it's a good question though. Sean Bowen asks how many. So let's answer that one though. What do you think? Uh, What was it? Base jumper. If you see a man with parachute pants, do you think base jumper or genie? 
I think he's sooner to be Triple a genie. Triple banger, than a lightning round. Yeah. yeah. I think he's sooner to be a genie than a base jumper. How sure. many people are walking around? You're like, where are you going? About to base jump? Yeah, I don't think people base jump. Yeah. And I think if you see a base jumper, try and rub his tummy or his lamp anyway. Would you rather be a genie with an erection or a base jumper? I think a genie, because if you fall, you know, although your your dick might get stuck in the lamp on the way back in. Has there ever been uh, skydiving sex? Because it feels like people probably, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, so. people have done everything. I don't mean on the plane, I mean as you're falling. Is that possible? Um, I don't know if people have done that. That's a question for the Guinness Book of World Records. No, I the just, fact that I there's someone they, uh, that squirts milk out of their eye no, makes no, no, me no. think. I'm sure people have had intercourse done that. Here's what I think. I think it's to the point that I bet people have been conceived while their parents were skydiving. People well, fireflies, fireflies have done it. They do it all the time. They have sex while they're flying. Oh, really? Yeah. They should. They should be like an Olympic. It's like sport. calm down. You should it should just... be an Olympic sport. Oh, oh my it. God! There's a yeah. There's a picture of it. Jesus! Not only does it happen. There's porn there of it? There's a porn of it. Yeah. Let's see a, it. Oh, this let's is see ridiculous. It. This is the age we live in. There's porn oh, of it. Oh, yeah, that is great. And so then they're doing it the whole time. Here, let me see. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hold Someone on, hold should on. I'm tweet gonna, i got to get an erection, and then I'm going to start fighting Someone you Someone should guys. tweet that to the not TJ Miller uh, Twitter account. <laughs> yeah, tweet tweet us to this thing. So it's just it's a girl, and she's having sex while they're doing it. You know, okay, let me just, I know we got to wrap this podcast up, but let me just keep seeing just a few more <laughs> pictures. Guys, just do a Google image search of skydiving sex. Wow. And I got to say about, I don't know, maybe 30 down, there's Oof. there's a there's a guy and another guy together. The next to that is a girl and a guy. And the next to that is a guy in an ad that just says, proof of heaven. Mm, ouch. Oof. Wild stuff, huh? Yeah, the, from salon.com. I really, if you want to see this this page, I, I know, I know you guys, salon.com backslash 2012 backslash 11 backslash 26 backslash doctor underscore even, E-B-E-N underscore Alexander's underscore so underscore called underscore after underscore life backslash. And you'll know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Thank you, mm-hmm. Cash. Wow. This is so fun hanging out with you, TJ. I, I, I'm sorry things had to end this way with the uh, air porn like this, but we do have to take off. In a way, so. you know, we're just... We're supposed to save lives we're reaching for the We're reaching for the clouds, and if you can get an erection in a fight, you know, use it. Absolutely. And try not to get it snapped off. You know what I do whenever I have an erection during a fight? What? I try and fuck my way out of that situation. <laughs> Now leaving Nerdist.com.